Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey there, all of you incredible, inspiring, brilliant group of supercharged D-bag ass-wiping maniacs. The Good Place is back. We are talking about the final season of The Good Place. And while we love our whole soul squad, this week we're focusing on our girl from Arizona and the episode titled A Girl from Arizona. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, AfterBuzzers. Welcome back to the AfterBuzz, the good place after show. Everything is fine. You're in the good place. You're with us. I'm your host, Elena Jordan, and I am so excited. Because we got a brand new Soul Squad in the house, and it is a supercharged ladies' edition. <laughs> Starting over here to my left, Mary Lou Mandel. Hello. Who you guys have seen for years on After Buzz, Popcorn Talks, On the Fly Filmmaking, mm-hmm. Crushing It, some of my favorite shows, Broad City. Even though this is the new Broad City that we got <laughs> yeah. going on here, uh, Always Sunny. Making everything a little bit sunnier for us, too. Welcome. Happy to be here. <laughs> very, very happy to have you. And I am extra excited because we have two brand new hosts. Not yeah. just for this show, but for <laughs> After Buzz overall. Get a good look because you're going to be seeing a lot of these amazing ladies all over After Buzz. We got Shiksa Matani, which I love because it sounds like Tahani. It does. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Thank you for joining us, Shiksa. I'm very excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Let's do this. And we're excited to have your voice, too, because you're also on The Voice after show as well. That was clever. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) And also very excited because Samantha Jacobs is joining us. Hey, everyone. And you can even check her out right after this show, filling in for Jersey Shores. Yeah, it's Jersey. Jersey, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Well, I have to say there is no place I would rather be than right here talking about the good place with you ladies. So just kind of talking about the episode overall, the first episode of the final season, the fourth and final season what were your thoughts? Oh my gosh, chapter 40. I'm so excited. And, you know, it's like four seasons of a show. And sometimes, you know, we like, oh, they could go on forever. They could go on forever. I don't want my show to end, but it feels right. Like we're going to have a solid wrap up to a show that we love. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I personally also loved it. Um, I just loved how there was almost a dynamic, like a shift um, with. Uh, Kristen Bell now she Eleanor is now in charge and Sean is not allowed to be a part of it it's just very interesting (laughs) 
Yeah, and I'm so excited. I love the little romance between Chidi and Eleanor. So I was really anxious for this episode to actually launch to see like how Chidi would react when he first like got rebooted. So we have a lot to talk about. I'm excited. Yes, so let's dive right into it too. And also too, for everybody at home, be sure to stick around for the whole episode because not only will we be talking about this episode and breaking it down, giving all of our opinions and highlighting the, the key points... But we also got a little extra something special for you guys, too. At the end of the episode, we'll be sharing all of the news and gossip for the show, as well as giving our predictions about what we think is going to happen to wrap up the show. Oh, it's so crazy that it's ending. Uh, and we also even have a little special segment called For Your Reference, where we'll talk about some of the references on this show, because everybody knows I love a good pun, and this show is filled with them. Keep that rim shot ready, Ryan in the booth, because we're going to have a lot of them, I think. Uh, now, kind of diving right into this episode, it leaves off, or it jumps in right where the last season left off, where basically the setup is, okay, we know nobody can get into the good place because the world is just too complicated, so to simplify things, the judge has come up with this plan that the good place can create the, the world... But the bad place gets to pick four residents, and then based on this experiment, we're going to decide if people can actually become better or not. The problem being, the little uh, wrench they had to throw into the mix was that Chidi's ex-girlfriend, Simone, was picked as one of the subjects. Chidi, knowing himself well enough to know, look, this is I'm going to get in my own head, I'm going to mess it up, wipe my memory. So, this is where we start out. Michael has had a breakdown. He can't be <laughs> the architect, so Eleanor has stepped in to play the role of the architect. Uh, now, going right into this, we see Eleanor with Chidi, which Samantha, which I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I'm so anxious. He... I, it was cute that she knew what he liked and made sure that those little things were there for him when he entered his new room with the books and the lamps and so you like I got I appreciated that she had a part to like show like hey I care about you even though he has no idea yeah. that he she cares and I love too that his like superpower is that he can summon philosophy books like Thor but it still hurts his hand <laughs> even in a good place it's like how weak are you cheating come on <laughs> we've seen those abs it can't be that weak <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was also kind of heartbreaking though when um, he didn't remember her name I was very upset at that moment just because this is the cutest romance on the show. And now, you know, he made this huge sacrifice and he doesn't even remember her name. It was, hopefully we get past that really quick. That was rough. <laughs> and then the whole thing where he's like, okay, so say it three times and I'll never forget. And this yeah. is just subtle, like, well, maybe you will. Okay. I have a feeling that she will. But like, like you know, as anybody who's ever felt romantic towards anyone and then they like don't know you as much mm -hmm. as you know them, it's like, oh, so real. Oh. But then when she walks in and everybody else is like, yeah. the oh, whole baby. soul squad has become the heart and soul squad at this right. point. Mm -hmm. I think that that's almost worse, though, is like Tahani being so <laughs> sweet, like, you did a brave thing and I must embrace you. And then Jason just like, my hands are cold, so I'll hug you too. <laughs> but it's like, guys, we all know this is going to be rough. Don't make it even more weird. Like, ugh, stop. <laughs> I don't know. I appreciated that. It was like, hey, we're here to support you for your sacrifice together as a unit. So I appreciated it. I mean, I'm a cancer, though, so I'm very, like, in tune with my emotion. And so, like, that part of it, I was like, yeah, got it. 
I love this. <laughs> I loved seeing them as a unit, though, just like you mentioned, and they were all just together as a whole. Minus Chidi, though, so... You know, hopefully he can join them again soon. It is weird with this, like, semi-dismantled soul squad that we got going on right here. But I do love that we get this kind of breakdown. You know, Michael trying to play it off where he's like, oof. I mean, cool, oof. (laughs) Good save, Mike. Uh, But his big inspirational speech that's juxtaposed with the one that Sean's giving in the the bad place. What did you guys think of this scene, of them going back and forth of this, like, this inspirational, let's all help each other out, and then the bad place, just like, who could be worse than you? Maybe your mom, Skidmark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I loved it. I thought it was, like, because it's game time, right? This mm-hmm. is the final season. This Humanity is on the line here. And it's good versus bad. It's Everything's on the line, so it's their locker room pep talk. And then when Michael later was like, dead eyes, eat hearts, can't lose, which is like a Friday Night Lights <laughs> reference. Like, I was like, yes, it's so game time. Let's do this. <laughs> I have to ask you guys, though, what do you think of the official theme song of The Bad Place that is revealed? Should we all have a little sing-along for everybody at home? Yeah. Ready? Okay. (laughs) 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS. 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS. I lost it. Thank you. Thank you. That was the best. That is the the best part of The Good Place is our little sing-alongs. You're welcome, everybody. Um, But, yeah, I loved that the Cars for Kids song was the official bad place. Like, the little subtle things that they have in here are the things that are the funniest to me. Like, I cackled out loud at that scene. Um, But this all, up until this point, was just to set up that now we are in Chapter 40. This is... The beginning. This is where we're going. And we have our new residents Mm -hmm. that are being introduced. And kind of going through our list of residents, we get Linda Johansson, (laughs) who seems to be this kind of dud, as Eleanor describes her, a blob of plain yogurt, which I also love because I'm like, can we have more yogurt references in the show, please? Like, I don't think we have enough. Uh, But then the big twist is that this boring Linda who just likes peppermints and occasionally likes to knit and doesn't like to fly too high, just likes to hover. Just look at the... Just just listen to birds. Listen to birds. Just look at them. God, I I lost it, too. The Ted Danson's delivery is so Mm. good. Like, really, Linda? You don't even look at them? (laughs) You just listen to the birds? And Eleanor wanting to be, like, the best architect Eleanor. She's like, let's go listen to birds. She was really trying. She was. She gave it her all. She She kind of makes me think of, like, the camp counselor that, like, gets roped in with, like, the kids that just want to eat paste. And she's like, well, it's almost a craft. We're trying. (laughs) That popcorn (laughs) river. Yes. That, that was creative. Pop, pop. <laughs> Literally, popping up that popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Linda, yeah, so it turns out Linda is actually Chris from last season. Chris the shirtless demon. Who's, like, always on his way to the gym. Who's always on his way to the obviously. Yes. <laughs> Did you guys expect that punch, though? That took me by surprise. I lot To me, that was this season's punting the dog into the sun. Like, just the moment <laughs> yes. where you're like, oh, Definitely. Oh. <laughs> I was not expecting the punch. Did you guys have any idea that Linda was actually a demon in disguise? Because I had no clue. I kind of felt that something weird was going to happen, but I didn't think that she was going to be a demon. I thought, like, maybe she would have had, like, some secret reveal. Like, maybe she was, like, a nudist or something. Like, something crazy, totally off the wall. But I did not think she was going to be a demon. So when it happened, I was like, oh, 
I did a good job. I figured you something out. You were half out. right. Yeah, half Chris right. is always half naked. Yeah. So. You know, I don't mind looking at Chris. He's great. Yeah, none of us are too angry at that demon. That's the one demon that we're all like, you can go okay, to the gym. Yeah. All right. We're fine with this. We're fine with this. Um, but what did you think about the baby elephant made of pure light that told all of the universe's secrets? That was the cutest thing ever. <laughs> How did they come up with that? I'm just trying to imagine them in the writer's room, like, and let's have this elephant that's made of pure light. I mean, I have no idea. It was amazing. <laughs> I, I imagine that it's like the, the VFX guy tests out the VFX on his kids, and maybe he was yes. like, they're like, okay, in the next season, we're gonna, like, just make whatever you want. What would you want to make? And, like, one of his little girls is like, a baby elephant made of light that tells you the truth of the universe. And he's like, all right. Stonehenge was a sex thing. <laughs> so great. So kidding. So weird. Um, but also talking about weird, we have Brent Norwalk, who, uh, man... He's just the worst. He's just the worst man who has ever existed. He's mm-hmm. just sexist, racist, not a racist because his dentist was a black woman. Let's get it clear. I mean, he really is the epitome of all of the the residents, though, between Linda and pre-demon mm-hmm. Linda. Uh, Brent John, who we know was sent to basically just mess with Tahani. We saw him last season with uh, the gossip. All of the gossip. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Simone... Which of the four would you least want to spend eternity with? Oh my gosh, it's Brent. Brent, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. No, he was the worst. I would fight him. <laughs> like I wanted to fight him already. I don't do well with those types. Yeah, I was literally shutting down. Like every time we talked, I was like, "Wait, no, I have to listen to this." And I was like, "No, I don't want to listen to you." <laughs> I feel like he's also the one that is going to be the most difficult to get the success from, you know, mm-hmm. to actually become a better person. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I almost wonder if he'll be easier than anticipated because the bar is so low. Mm-hmm. But you he's, know? The, he's the Eleanor of the season. He kind of is, but he's so much worse okay. because Eleanor at least kind of had, like, she was she was coming from, like, a hurt place and she just kind of had a guard up. Brent okay, is just yeah. a D-bag, you know? Yeah. Like, he's just like, just shut up, Brent. Yeah. He could of have a backstory. Yeah, I know, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> and, and is he there to break Janet? Yeah, like what is because they were going through like who could this who could this be like is Brent there because we know John is there to mess with Tahani, mm-hmm. um, and we know Brent is we think Brent is basically there to mess with Eleanor, Has but to be. he's kind of just messing with everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody's losing it at this point. I mean, even when Janet, yeah, Janet hates Brent too because he's just constantly asking for things. And yeah. when he's like, oh, a secretary. And she's like, not a secretary. Because mm-hmm. it's like her, you know, not right. a girl. Not not people. Not thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, whatever. Just trying to be PC. What are we talking <laughs> about? Uh, VP of helping Captain Marvel. That's when I lost it. Because I was like, okay, if you could not be, like, more on the nose of this is the incel dude. The, guy, the type of guy who would rabble anti-Brie Larson. Like, I mean, just these subtle jabs that the writers get in are so yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think Brent's yogurt flavor would be if he could order any yogurt flavor? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Sour cream. Sour cream, <laughs> yes. Just something awful that you're yeah. like, why? No man? thanks. Why? Like what you need it for some things, but it's not something you choose. You know? It's Basically. like a dollop. Like a dollop. <laughs> Can a handle dollop. you in like dollops. It. Yeah, we know it. that Linda's would just be plain. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> um, but we have, too, this kind of breakdown that Eleanor has of the, the four residents. 
to kind of mm-hmm. make them easier to place. So she's got her quizzical emoji side and her woo, party guy <laughs> emoji side, which is also how I'm going to make all decisions from this point forward and break up all lists into just totally. those two mm-hmm. factions. Um, yeah, you guys don't know. Like off screen, she's got this whiteboard that's got the stickers of emojis. <laughs> right. It's telling it's us just, we're just breaking it down. Anytime I look over here, I'm looking at my emoji sticker mm-hmm. breakdown that is letting me know what to say next. It's so, a good system. It's I like it. System. I like it. It's a solid system. It works. Uh, but we have this whole thing going back and forth of where are they going to end up, and we basically know, we don't know anything. They're all on this side. They're mm-hmm. all just like quizzical, and to throw. A wrench even further into the system, Derek will not stay at Mindy's house. He just oh keeps God. popping in out of nowhere. Because he made all the butts. Because clearly he made that all of X the that always slides into your DMs and you're like, we're over. And then they keep trying. <laughs> That's Derek. Mm-hmm. He's got to go. Is. He's the, he, Derek is the decision that we have all made that we kind of regret, where it's like, I don't want to be your mommy girlfriend, Derek. Like, you need. <laughs> Get away from me, Derek. Take your martini full of peanuts and go elsewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do love that they have the whole breakdown where he's like, I had to come look at all the people that we made together, babe. And mm. Jason is like, no, she made them. You just probably made the butts. <laughs> <laughs> I loved how he used his name as a verb. So he's like, you don't have the Derek's too. Or <laughs> I've been derek I loved that. That was funny. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be how we just reference everything. Is we're yes. like, this was a derek and good episode, if you ask me. <laughs> like, just flat out. Uh, but what do you think of this kind of love, trial, love triangle that has been set up with Derek versus Jason and then poor Janet and the center just trying to keep everything together because if she's distracted for one billionth of a second, everything will collapse on itself like a dying star. Mm-hmm. And these two boys are just like, we're going to fight about butts. <laughs> Where are you guys feeling right now in the uh, the love triangle between the three? Well, I think that it's kind of gotten a little complicated because you have the love triangle with Janet. You have all her babies, the Janet babies now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can see her kind of losing her temper a little bit, which was out of character. Um, So it's interesting to see how this love triangle is kind of affecting her and her personality, which she's a robot thing. So personality, (laughs) it's interesting. I don't know. Not a robot. Not Not a robot. Not a robot. (laughs) Not a girl. Not a robot. She's a Janet. I did have one question for you guys, though, because this is something that I was wondering. Jason gets so frustrated that he just pushes the plunger, kills Derek, which Mindy is like, I do it all the time. Like, he was breathing too loud once, and he doesn't even breathe. I don't even know what I was hearing, but it's just fun to kill Derek, right? That's a great Mindy impression. (laughs) (laughs) Just like cocaine and, you know, doing some good occasionally. Please tell me that you brought the cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) But we have, he had this scene where Derek is killed, we know from previous seasons the reason that Janet is so advanced is because she has been plundered so many times. She's been killed and reborn over 800 times, and every time that Janet is killed and reborn, they get more emotional awareness, which we now see is like she's losing her temper. She's become a lot more human. Is the same true for Derek? Is Derek evolving every time we hit his plunger? Does he become a more Derek to Derek? I think so. Like, that's where he started wearing the tuxedo. So, like, he was reset so many times because he wasn't like that at the beginning. Uh And then he's, like, more sophisticated. He's carrying around weird stuff in martini glasses. But I I suspect that this next Derek we're going to see is going to be harder for Jason to deal with. 
Do you think Jason just derricked himself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Yeah, that was one thing that I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder what yeah. is happening. Because it's an established device. It is, mm-hmm. yeah. And they are very, very good at making sure that everything is all cohesive and that nothing really, you know, like they don't really ever kind of retcon anything. Even with, like, Chidi speaking multiple languages. Like, they they go through mm-hmm. all of that, too. Mm-hmm. Which kind of brings us now to another triangle, which is <laughs> the fact that Simone has been brought in as one of the test subjects and because she was a neuroscientist she's just kind of come up with her own scientific rationale so we see the the recreated moment of the video and this is the time that we we watch these subtle nuances to see how they react Simone's just shaking somebody's head. Like, she's just like, hey, I'm leaking prefrontal cortex fluid. I'm just, like, cerebral. I'm Clearly, my brain's dying, and I've just created all this nutty things for myself. So I'm going to wear whatever I want and do whatever I want, and yeah. So she is back to the side. <laughs> what did you guys think about this? And was this something that you were anticipating to have as Simone's reaction to this new environment, or was this as out of left field for you guys as it was for me? <laughs> well, Simone is, like, so smart. So mm-hmm. I knew that there, there there was going to be some kind of twist. It wasn't just for her to be there to mess with Chidi. There was more to it, and, like, because she's so smart, yes, of course she's going to try <laughs> to, like, lucid dream and, like, mess with this place because she's, like, yeah. still studying. Yeah. I don't know. It came out of left field for me. I did not anticipate that. I mean, I really did think it was more about the love triangle than it was about her questioning everything around her and not believing where she was. So, I don't know. It's interesting for her to be throwing, what was it, cake towers and yes. people into the pool. Which is another, and... like, reference to Eleanor. Like, season one with the cake. Like, she's yes. like, she's already getting her cake destroying mm-hmm. out of the way. Like, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> It took it's me like we a while have... to get to the cake destroying. <laughs> it's just a phase we have to go through, basically. That's what she was saying. I think it's kind of interesting on that point, too, because I I think both of us have the same mentality of where normally when we have a female who's brought in to this environment, we've seen that it's just to create that love triangle. It's an impetus that she's being used as a device for the male character to react to. But what makes this show so unique is they're like, no, we're going to circumvent any of those tropes. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a character that is a female character that is so in touch with herself and so in tune that this guy isn't even really registering. Even when she sees him, she's like, oh, your name sounds familiar. You taught the same place I did. <laughs> my brain's just leaking out crazy stuff. What up, cute guy that I'm making up in my crazy head thoughts? Bye. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to go eat a knife. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so wonderful. Knife. No. Yeah. <laughs> that knife? Oh, my gosh. Girl, don't do it. It's not worth it. Too much. Don't eat the time knife. <laughs> yeah. I just, I feel like this show is so good about really breaking up these tropes and really circumventing all of these things. So, I'm interested to see where the whole thing goes with Simone at this point. I don't even know. I I feel like she might be there to mess with Eleanor because Eleanor is anticipating so much like hurt from her being there that she probably sees pieces of herself in Simone and so now she's kind of freaked out like with the cake thing and then Mm -hmm. she's like okay like she doesn't believe this place is real I I didn't really believe it at first like this whole like she's probably seeing herself in her and then you know 
Chidi liked both of them, so then you have to realize Seeing like ex, there's qualities. Their, yeah. yeah. So it's just and but, they're, but they're kind of switching roles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. And it's like a setup where she's like, Okay, don't recreate all of the exact scenario that made mm-hmm. Chidi fall in love with me because yeah. I'm still in love with him and he doesn't remember this. And if you recreate all of these things exactly but with Simone in my spot. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like anxiety to the max. Yeah, Hello. just internal screaming for <laughs> yeah. forever. Like I have any time that I have any sort of relationship issues. So it's like, I feel you, Eleanor. I'm there. I'm with you. Um, I'm just like bad place Janet. Just like I'm setting up the trash cans just to hit them. Like it's like, come on. Yeah. Um, this was kind of interesting to me, though, that it ends with this reveal um, that we have. And also... Before we, we leave it, I just have to say shout out to Mindy for staying in the attic for a year. I didn't yes. realize that she was going to move into the attic for an entire year. It's like, okay, this is why you're in the middle place, not the bad place. I'll give you that, Mindy. I would have been like, you're in my house. You can stay in the attic. <laughs> well, what was her other option? Go yeah, to the bad I know, place? really? Yeah, I guess. Um, but having this end with Janet coming from the bad place to retrieve Chris and take him back. And then now finding out that Chidi is going to be the fourth subject. Normally we have where the episode will end, though, with some sort of twist. I thought when they were putting Chris onto the train that she was going to drive off with Michael or with Janet or there was going to be some sort of added element because they're like, ah, you can't trick us this time. I thought there was going to be a second trick. I thought it was going to be a setup. And then we just get the to be continued. Which we've not had before. We've never seen that. So Because, of course, it's all to be continued because we still have a whole season. Continued. There's something. Yeah. So what did you guys think? Like, what do you think it is? There has to be some sort of something, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, from everything the show has shown us, there has to be some sort of little added element going into the end here. I I think that the show is really good at surprising you. Um, just when you least expect it, boom, there it is. So, you know, I almost think they expected us to expect something, and maybe they're just waiting to throw it in there when we least expect it. That's just my thought. Oh. That's true. I mean, that's what's so annoying with the show is they really are like expect the unexpected, and you're yeah. like, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I did love that whole Sean getting torn down, and you know, not being able to mess with them anymore, and. And the sassy judge. Anytime I see Maya Rudolph, I get super excited. She's the best. (laughs) And even, like, her butt reference when she's like, we erased Chidi's memory. But you can't erase that booty, am I right? (laughs) She loves Chidi. Everyone does that. I'm like, I mean, I feel you. Straight hottie. He is. Especially, yeah, I mean, we saw last season, too. I was like, I still don't understand. I mean, I get why William Jackson Harper is just hot in life, but, like, yeah, Why is Chidi so ripped? I'm, I, just, I, I don't know. What <laughs> Where did he like get the time to make a decision? What exercises to do to get abs? Yeah. Right? Because he had to choose yes. that. <laughs> he would have been like, "Is be, it the crunches? No. Is it this? Is it no? It, it's genetics. Yeah, I, it has to be. You know, it has to be. I'm like, blessed. I get yeah. books are heavy, but they're not that heavy, man. Like, I mean, um, you see how big those books are, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. But I'm he like, got hurt when he was catching the book. That's true. So who <laughs> <laughs> knows? We have some people in the live chat who want to make a comment about the bad Janet yeah. thing. They love that she was back. They love how sassy she was. And we also have some comments about how they thought something really big was going to happen at the end. 
and then it didn't happen. So kind of give us some names. Billy Jean. Okay, Billy Jean girl, I am talking to you. Yeah. Um, you said that something big was going to happen in the end. We want to know what you thought. Um, she definitely does not think Chidi is not ugly. So we're with you. <laughs> yes. Him in the mailman uniform. Woo! Yes, super he's surprisingly hot. super hot. <laughs> you Google Will. He's he's really hot. Yeah, but then Chidi shouldn't be hot when you really Chidi think about like, it. I know Chidi is like one of those people that you're like, get out of here. You're too. There's you're too perfect. You're too flawless. <laughs> I don't know. I will say though, having met William Jackson Harper in real life too, though, I'm like, he's pretty dadgum flawless. Like I'm like <laughs> just him speaking, I'm like just talk forever. <laughs> Anything you say is amazing. Never stop. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so any kind of last thoughts on the episode before we dive into our special segment talking about some of the fun references. I just thought it was a strong return. Like yeah. I really like it. We saw like we saw Derek, we saw Bad Janet, we got reference to a different like a disco Janet. Disco Janet. Yeah, like so it, like the world opened up more. We saw all of our favorite characters and I I've always loved with this show that if if you haven't watched it before like I could get a friend to watch this episode with me and be like you'll kind of get it. Like you should go back and watch the rest, but like this is what we're doing. You're still going to enjoy this ride. Yeah. I I loved it. I think it's it was a great way to come full circle because now they're on the other side of it and we're back in the neighborhood whereas before we weren't so I love it I, we're just coming right back and full it's exciting circle, to see full Jeremy Bear me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm super stoked that it's back I'm excited that was a really good episode I like how you put that Mary Lou like it was a good episode if no one's ever saw it like they could watch it and definitely connect to it and see if they actually like this show or not if they've never seen it my heart right now is with Jason because he had all the feels and we didn't really get to tap in on that but you know, I'm glad that they gave him another dimension to his character instead of being, like, this stupid guy. So that's that was exciting in this episode. Yeah, because he was the one who had the, the good suggestion, too, and they were like, who mm-hmm. should we bring in right. to, to help out? And she's like, if you say Blake Bortles again, <laughs> yeah. it will not end well for you, Jason. And he's the one who was like, yeah, cheaty. Yeah. Man, he's growing. He's Jason. Jason <laughs> actually can be smart sometimes. They've shown it one or two times where he's surprisingly mm-hmm. smart. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of being incredibly smart and very clever, the production designers, <laughs> A, uh, the production designers on this show are absolutely brilliant. We love that from the very beginning they've been hiding all of these things in the production design, all of these fun puns and things. So... I believe we've actually found some uh, fun little references, right? Yes, we have. So some of the new storefront signs in the neighborhood um, that we did not see before. One was, uh, lasagna come out tomorrow. I love that. That's (laughs) so smart. (laughs) And the other one was, Kanish from a rose. (laughs) They're great. (laughs) Did you guys notice anything else? Just the just the regular ones that we've seen before, like all of the different yogurt shops. Um, kind of yeah. a, a fun fact: I when I interviewed the cast, I asked them if they could pick any yogurt flavor. What yogurt flavor would they pick? And Kristen Bell said a full day's nap. So <laughs> I was like, okay, props to you guys. I think I would pick the same. Yeah. So. <laughs> But there was also some fun little references. Yeah, so too. one of my favorite things is Tahani's name drops. I just like love Tahani's name drops because it's such a like clear character. Like I love this show because all the characters are so clear, and that's mm-hmm. something they had with her. So uh, I caught four: Robert Downey Jr., Sir Patrick Stewart, Nelson Mandela, and Peter Skarsgård. 
I love it. No. Nothing more boring than splitting a Xanax with Peter Skarsgård. <laughs> oh, my God. We wish you could have talked Robert Downey Jr. out of that goatee. Wish. <laughs> Even though I do wish I would have seen Michael with a goatee. I would have been into yes. that. And Did I he have it when he of... had his like midlife crisis? A little bit, a little yeah, bit. But she like bit. talked about yeah. it. It's just, like not you're not the keeping midlife that. crisis. I love it. I and then the other it. two were her golf cart. Her yeah, her racquetball. Oh yeah, racquetball. <laughs> so rude. Nelson, she's ridiculous. I just I love everything about really the whole show. Just, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say Tahani, and then I was like, but everybody really like yeah. all of it's so good. Um, so if you guys catch any fun little references or uh, any. Fun background uh, scenic Science. design, yeah, that is kind of cool. Let, Let us, us know. know. We love to hear from you guys. <laughs> uh, and we also had a little bit of news as well. Yes. Oh, oh, that's fun. Oh, it's so epic. <laughs> uh, so, of course, with this being the first episode of the final season, the the cast is on social media. They're all promoting it, and there was three that I really, really enjoyed. This first one we have is Ted Danson, and he was talking about the uh, the the pondering emoji and how it was made for him, like it was oh, created for him. And then they they had a I don't know if it was exactly that emoji that they used in the whiteboard in the show in the episode. Was it the pondering it, emoji? Yeah. So it was a reference to that. He was telling us ahead of time because he is the He's pondering con- emoji. Yes, like, he is constantly. the pondering emoji. I love that because that really is his like go to face. Yes, yes. And then um, we have our other social media post from. Uh, this is from Kristen Bell, but it was reposted from Darcy, and it was just a really sweet message that they had. Let me read it to you guys here. I don't have the words to describe what this show means to me. Can't even try. Season 4 premieres tonight at 9, 8 Central, NBC. It's a good one. The last one. Hearts, 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 hearts. Reposted from Darcy Carden. I'm so, so excited for them. And then uh, there was one quote that we had from the show uh, creator, Michael Shore. Uh, he had an interview with the LA Times. Oh, also, I had pulled up a a post from William Jackson Harper of his uh, his little baby <laughs> puppy boy saying the puppy said to come and watch the show. So, yes, of course, obviously. And then the, the Good Place account commented. They're like, yes, we will do anything he says. Yeah. I love it. emotionally manipulate me with a gorgeous, cheating, and adorable puppy. Get oh, out yeah. Here, just too place. much cuteness. Too much cuteness. So, uh, Michael Shore, in an L.A. Times interview that got posted today, they, he was talking about uh, finales in shows. And there was, like, so much pressure for finales over... Like the course of TV yeah. history. And with this show, you know, he, he can't end it with something that's like, who knows what happens next. You can't just do that because they've been on a specific journey. Mm-hmm. It has to end in some way. So he said, uh, what well, one of the things that what things were done in previous seasons that seemed meaningful, even if at the time they weren't intended to be meaningful. Which of those can we bring back? Which of those can have a sort of impact on the end game? So keep that in mind as we go through this final season that everything is up for grabs. I love it. So before we wrap, do we want to give some quick predictions of what this could ultimately mean? Predictions. What do you guys think? I think the next step is they're going to find... The next episode, I will say, will be something more about developing Chidi. I think they're going to focus the next episode on Chidi. If this was a girl from Arizona, then this is going to be Chidi Anagonye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his books. Well, yeah. <laughs> Do you think they're going to do an episode per character then for the four characters? Oh, that's a good one. I would believe that. 
I would mm-hmm. see that just because, you know, it's the end. So kind of give everyone their own little attention. Yeah. yeah. But they also like to do things really quickly on this show. Yeah. They just move things along So really what do you fast. think is going to happen? Oh, it's tough because, you know, this is the end and... Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not really sure. I definitely think that they're going to focus on Chidi, but maybe not for the full episode. Maybe just a little part, like half of it, and start to move things along. And I don't think they're going to be in this neighborhood in this situation the whole season. I think it'll just be for a couple episodes. So we'll see. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, I've started to kind of sketch out who I think the the bracket is of who is versus who. So this girl from Arizona, I think it's. It's Eleanor versus Simone, because she's seeing herself yeah. in Simone, even though we thought it was for Chidi. I think it's Jason versus Derek. Janet versus Brent. Oh, uh, we know who Tahani's adversary is, but that, that might switch up a little bit. Um, Michael, Demon versus Demon. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like they're they're going at odds. Yeah. But I think it's Chidi versus Chidi, because mm-hmm. I think he's going oh. to get split between the two loves of his life. That's so smart. And the ultimate decision and being torn. Because he can't Because choose. he can't make decisions. And then he's going to ah, have to make brilliant. a decision, and that's how it's, it's going to end you think he'll actually make well, a decision? Yes. I think he will. And I hope that you guys make the decision mm-hmm. to tune in next week and see all of us again talking yes. about The Good Place. Yeah. But until then, where can everybody find you? You can find me at story of underscore Samantha. And you can find me at I am Bolly Girl. Nice. So you can find me all over the internet at Mary Lou Mandel. And you can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at Elena J. Jordan. And you can find me every week interviewing your favorite celebrities on MEA Worldwide. That's MEAWW.com. And we'll see you guys next week back here for the Good Place After Show. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 